what is up, Star Wars Rebels fans? Welcome to the Star Wars Rebels After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, Season 3, Episode Anywhere from 14 through 16, depending on how you're counting, The Legacy of Mandalore. We'll be breaking down the episode and talking about what we think is coming in the near future right after the break. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> I would like to uh, credit uh, the wonderful Mark Donica yes. for uh, this music suggestion. It's you're probably beautiful. all very confused. This is the show you're looking this for. This is the show you're looking for. It makes a lot of sense. It's not the Game of Thrones after It show. is not the Game of Thrones after show. Game of Thrones is still just out there in limbo somewhere. But Star Wars Rebels is back. Yeah. had a little break, as they often do, uh, sort of mid-season. And then, you know, they came back. And I have to say... I think they came back pretty strong. They came back punching, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like full totally. in it. Uh, if you guys are uh, watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Uh, we've got a, a live chat happening. We've got a hashtag happening, ABTV Rebels on Twitter if you want to talk to us there. Uh, but if you are watching on YouTube, remember, you can also listen to us on iTunes. You can subscribe, download, take us with you on the go. You can yeah. Listen to us. <laughs> There's so many things you can do. It's so true. You can walk your dog. You can do art project. You can drive to work. Wash your dishes. You can Don't vacuum, though. Build That's some Ikea loud. furniture. Yeah. <laughs> you can vacuum. Not while you're listening to a podcast. No, <laughs> yeah, if you have headphones on. That was a great point. If you got some really, really good headphones, then you could maybe vacuum and listen at the same time. Uh, and again, if you are listening on iTunes, remember you can watch on YouTube as well, and we are streaming live. It's a whole lot of fun. You can see all of our beautiful faces as well as hearing our lovely voices talking about our uh, love and appreciation of Star Wars Rebels. Allow me to introduce uh, the wonderful panel that we have. Katie is out at uh, Gallifrey One this evening, the yep. Doctor Who convention here in Los Angeles. Oh, so, lucky. joining us, we have Michael Young. Yeah. What's up, guys? Yeah. Yo, thank you for having me. It's a lot of fun. I haven't been on this in a while, but you can find me on Twitter everywhere at One Youngster, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. <laughs> Megan Salinas. Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Mangum. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Joelle Monique. Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique. I'm trying to join you live in the chat now <laughs> so we can talk, but you can find me everywhere on the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. And I am Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold at my name, Emma Fife. <laughs> now, okay, so I want to address uh, Michael because you last. <laughs> so basically, a couple days ago, we were doing the Voltron after show, and I knew Katie wasn't going to be here, and I knew Michael was keeping up with Rebels, so I was like, oh my gosh, you should come to join us on the show, uh, and he was like, yeah, I'm kind of excited. I don't know. They often let me down. So you can, ex- can you explain this, this like, right. mid-season theory uh, to me? That, my please. mid-series uh, like, issue that I have with Rebels is they give you this trailer. They're like, hey, we're going to be coming back. Oh, yeah. We're going to be coming back in a couple of weeks, and they give you this trailer, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Look at everything. And that stuff all happens in like the last two episodes. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> and, and, you know, you come back, and like, oh, yeah, got my popcorn corn, got my soda, <laughs> I'm ready. And then it's like an episode about like Chopper hanging out uh, in like an outpost somewhere. Do you want to fight us? Because we love Chopper. We do. I love Chopper when he does things that move the story <laughs> forward. Yeah. I don't like Chopper when he's just like, oh, let me go let me go around the, the market. He's like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, uh, but There are down days in war. Sometimes yeah, all you did was go to the market day. Okay? <laughs> it's like, 
hey, you know what? Someone's got to get the groceries. Yeah. <laughs> today was not one of those days, no. however. No. Um, we, did, we did not go to the marketplace. No. Uh, we went to somewhere in Mandalore territory. They were yes. not actually on Mandalore. They were on Cronest, which might be a moon of Mandalore. Maybe. Uh, it we, is on the outer rim of Mandalore. I did my Wikipedia research oh, before we got no. in here. It's on the outer rings. That's why it's all snowy. Ah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. It's like the Hoth of yes. Mandalore territory. <laughs> yes. Uh, which is basically the planet uh, where the Ren clan is in power. Uh, I found out a, a really interesting thing uh, watching Rebels Recon. Uh, Dave Filoni said that Sabine's mother is mm-hmm. the Ren, not her father. So her father oh. took her mother's last name because in Mandalorian culture, you just take on the last name of like whichever family is more prominent. <laughs> Smart. It, it's a good look. It's like, it's like, hold up, who's richer? Okay, cool. We're going to go with your name. Yeah, I'm really excited this isn't a patriarchal society because it's, it's kind of not. shown to us again and again through pretty much just in Rebels. Yeah. Of like, nope, there are so many badass women here on this planet kicking butt. Super true. And Contest yeah. was no different. Yeah, and I mean, even, you know, looking back to things like Clone Wars, I mean, you know, Duchess Satine was in power for yeah, so long. Was. And yeah. obviously, like, she was new Mandalorian, so she didn't subscribe to sort of the warrior culture way. But again, it was a woman Rest who in was peace. in charge. Yeah, it wasn't, the fact, it wasn't the fact that she was a woman in power. No. That was like the issue. No, they were just like, what do you mean you don't want to fight everybody? Yeah, they're like, they're like, everyone wants to fight everyone. So we're not gonna, we're not killing anymore. <laughs> yeah. like, we don't. What, we don't what are we going to do, 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 do with all these guns? <laughs> exactly. Come on, Satine, what are you doing? <laughs> just, what, am I just going to fly my jetpack around for recreation purposes? <laughs> it's like, well, well, gotta get to it. <laughs> put them all in a ship and shipped them off to Concordia. Like, go, go have fun fighting uh, on one of the moons of Mandalore there. But yeah, so basically in this episode, we finally get to meet... Uh, Sabine's family, who was yes. who've been referenced time and time again, particularly uh, her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, both by um, uh, good old uh, why? Why am I totally blanking? Gar Saxon, obviously, yes. Yes. but then also, yep, help me out here. Uh, the Fen Rao. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we, we got there. I have so many Mandalorian names in my head right now. There are a lot, and that's one of the reasons why we were making allusions to Game of Thrones earlier, mm, is yeah. because them having their own territory on the Outer Rim and being a family of such like high honor, like it's one of those things where they put honor above all else, which is why Sabine was cast out in the first place. And so it's really interesting to see this person that we've been talking about, or in Sabine's case, not wanting to talk about for a long time, finally getting to see her, and getting to see her not just as a straight-up bad guy or as a bad mother, but as a complicated person. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. 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 was in a very tough position. Her entrance was boss, too. Yeah, Yeah. it was. How they they filmed the way she came in, it was was real nice. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah. I have to... Yeah, I was very... uh, Ursa Wren was not what I expected, but I also don't, I can't quite quantify what I was expecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I think, Megan, you hit the nail on the head where it's like, she's a very complicated 
person. And obviously, like, you're so mad when she's like, because basically she's like, all right, we're going to take Sabine into custody immediately and throw her in a jail cell as soon as she shows up. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, wait, you have the dark saber? Never mind. Let me take that from you and betray you instead. Like, <laughs> well, so no, I was, she was definitely. She was given the. That is, to be fair, she was given the dark saber. Yeah, but now she that gave you've it given to it to her, me, that makes my job yeah, easier. Yeah, she gave it to her with the idea that this could mend fences. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely like a peace offering on Sabine's part and yeah. her mom instead. I mean, it was interesting because, you know, we meet her brother also, Tristan, and he, like, immediately is, you know, he's in the, like, imperial sort yeah. of Mandalorian trooper like armor. Yeah. First of all, that armor is everything to me. Like, I wouldn't want to be Mandalorian or an imperial officer, <laughs> but the combination of those, the white and gold outfits, I was like, yeah, this is cool. it. This is boss. Like, I'm looking forward to your guys' oh, cosplay yeah, the, of that. Oh, yeah, the Ren, the Ren family, uh, like, armor was amazing. And yeah. um, I also um, was reading a little bit about that, that, like, the idea was, you know, it had, like, the edges of the gold to sort of suggest that, you know, once this was a family that was, like, powerful mm. and, like, full of, you know, light and hope for Mandalore, but now just, like, everything's been sucked out of them. Oh, <laughs> all the color's been drained away! Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to comment on what you were saying earlier with Ursa Ren and what our expectations were. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Sabine, the way she talked about it, I was definitely expecting, like, a dictator-esque like mommy dearest kind of moment no, of like wow. no more wire hangers how dare you <laughs> like kind of being up and to see that she was just literally trying to balance being a leader and being a mother yeah the line where she was like look all of uh Ren's people are dead and mine are not and I intend to keep it I was like oh I get it now so I totally sense. understand you have a thousand lives to think about not just Sabine copy yeah <laughs> it yeah. kind of made me like it aged Sabine for me, because I think Sabine, especially compared to Ezra, has always been the older, kind of wiser, more advanced student. Yeah. To come back and see how she kind of viewed her own world and how she left it, I'm like, oh, you were really a child. You were mm-hmm. really young when you had to go through all of this, and I really appreciated that character development. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. And I and I think for me, it, it was like, I thought that that Ursa was going to be one of either extreme, one of either Sabine was totally wrong and she still, like, loves her and supports her, or, yeah, she was just going to be, like, very cold dictator and Sabine was going to have to perform some crazy task to get her mother (laughs) out of it, which I appreciated was not the case. Like, it was just, like, one battle that basically kind of turned everything around. A very cool battle. So good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So we we find out that basically on um, Cronest, uh, Gar Saxon is now like Governor Saxon. What Uh, is a governor's job in Star Wars? In Star Wars? Uh, (laughs) To like to like betray people yeah. on, a, on a moon so nobody sees it real soon. I like it I like it to the uh, not the slave master but the guy in the field just making sure everybody is uh, like, like snitching yeah. on everybody that, yeah. exactly the governor is just kind of like hanging out watching yes, everything in the case he calls the imperial forces he's like, like, he's, he's it's like a bad out here. snitch <laughs> yeah it definitely feels to me and it, I mean it feels a little um, terrifyingly close to some stuff that's going on in the world I'm like Basically, who, like, the emperor, uh, you know, anybody of the higher up in the Galactic Empire is just allowed to be like, I like this man. Mm. He can be in charge of this thing. In the case of of Governor Price, a woman, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and that's, again, it's one of those things where it's like, where does their jurisdiction lie? Because clearly you're in charge of this planet, Mm. but you also get to, like, hang out in military conference rooms, like, if they like you enough, or, or, I don't know, or you just sit and, 
I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's like, it's like don't ask any questions. Yeah, exactly. This does not concern you. I feel like the interior sort of hierarchy of the empire is not very sound. <laughs> what makes you say that? They didn't, they didn't have time to set that up. It was like, the first galactic empire. Everybody's like, yeah! And then people were like, uh, so... <laughs> so, so what's the hierarchy? Whose job is what? It's Basically, like, uh, you're in charge you of stuff. just keep doing what you're doing, except now all the Jedi are dead, and now everybody has to listen to what I say. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep, uh, <laughs> I'll give you a vanity position. You can be a governor. Oh, yes, thank you. What is that? What do governors do? Uh, just tell me if anybody's like breaking rules. Hold dinners? <laughs> um, yeah. Parties? You know, really, really fancy parties, and that's it. Set up a security system, and then we'll do the rest. You can jail people, like, switch powers out, and, you know, if you need to, you could kill somebody. Like, try to keep it down, but right. we don't really care. Right. Uh, let's talk a little about uh, the plot line of. Uh, with our two Jedi, Ezra and Kanan, and also Fen Rao, who it turns out is like pretty skilled in the like sneaky department. Fen Rao is awesome. No, no. he didn't tiptoe through that snow though. He was just like, <laughs> I know. She telling. I was also like, I, I did also have a moment of being like, okay, that is incredibly bold that you are just sneaking around in your Mandalorian armor. Yeah. Yeah. And white blue amongst yeah. all of that white nonetheless. He's like, no, it's okay, I got white like, feet. It's fine, it's fine. I'm like, you couldn't put on like a like a shirt and some pants instead and make I it like am, a parka. I was a little disappointed that we didn't get Chopper like sneaking with him or like I, I want to see what their relationship is like because Chopper I mean, has a very definite opinion of everybody. We're not quite sure where he sits with Fen yet. That yeah. might have been why he was like, I'm just, I, I don't have time to go grab a parka. I'll just risk it. Maybe he just couldn't stand being on the ship with Chopper for another minute. Like, you know what? Well, Chopper opened the door for him and was like, let's go. Plan B. Uh, it is cool. We rarely get spy scenes. Yeah. Anymore. And I feel like, you know, sleuth and detectiveness is like my favorite thing about war. Like, yeah, totally. The big battles are impressive, but, you know, it's seeing all that, in to get those favors. Missions. Yeah. It was good Kanan was there to be stuff. like, hang back. Because we're probably going to need you. Yeah. He, like, he came there like, they're going to screw us. I so just, we'll hang back. I mean, I, I really love Kanan in this, like, very supportive role that he's taken on yes. amongst the group, especially, yeah. you know, in this episode when uh, they show up on Mandalore and and Tristan and all his little, like, Imperial bros are like, okay, cool, we're going to bring you <laughs> to mom, but you have to, uh, the Jedi can come, but they have to surrender their weapons. Also, I had, like, a panic attack moment when yeah. they drew their lightsabers. I was like, yo, the Jedi killed a lot of Mandalorians. Mandalorians. Yeah. <laughs> there was no, like, I was really mad at, like, Ezra could not have survived the Clone Wars. Like, no, I'm really no, sorry. No. Ezra is just, so he's like, be cool. It's just like, sure. I'm like, bro, yeah, like, yeah. Dude, like, like, they I, shot first. I, I'm like, that's not what happened. Yeah, and I'm wondering, is this like, a compliment on, like, Han shot first? first. But you pulled your saber in because he doesn't know the like no. the real history between Jedi and Mandalorians. You know, he he set off something. It's like stay in the car. <laughs> stay yeah. in the car. Yeah, it's figure you out. Stay your lane. butt in the car and just wait. Yeah, but it's cool because he got <laughs> a bunch of teaching moments. Even yeah, yeah. even with the sabers, when he was like, "We have to do what now?" And I'm like, "This literally happened like every other episode in Clone Wars. Like, you always have to give up your weapon. Like, yeah. be smart, bro. You've got so many other skills." Yeah, and I'm surprised that they didn't do anything else because it's it's kind of one of those times where writers forget 
people's powers. It happens in all mm. kinds of shows. It does. But, mm. but it's like, so you took away this lightsabers, but you know they because they drew their guns on them and they, they didn't have their lightsabers, but I was just like, yeah. <laughs> the, the, only, the only thing that I will say in defense of that, which I agree is a little <laughs> bit of a plot hole, uh, is that they clearly knew that Rao was like, Oh, yeah. Because, uh, anyway. sure. like, when he showed up and threw them the lightsabers, they're like, oh, it took you long enough. So, <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing I, I can say. I really appreciate Kanan, you know, giving. giving you know them the benefit of the doubt being like look we're going to come in here and play nice and yeah. hopefully we can win them over yeah. but you know it's one of those things where you <laughs> hope for the best but you prepare for the worst and yeah. I love that that's the way they approach the situation Definitely. yeah it's, it's super true and I, and it just kind of I don't know I, I'm really enjoying that now that Kanan has like actually had one of his like senses taken away from him that he's actually like grown so much mm-hmm. as a mentor yeah, character yeah. And you know he's he's like I I would want to be a Padawan to Kanan like oh, I yeah. feel like he's a he's a great master. He's so patient with yes, Ezra. He's so I think I'd be yelling at Ezra all the time, even though I would love him. I would be like, oh my god, you never listen ever. You're always just charging into danger. Things are like it's not safe out here. But he's just like. Calm down. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah, okay. Yeah. He, We've got he it. went from being this. the cowboy. Um, he, he went from being the cowboy Jedi to being a samurai Jedi. Yeah, yeah. it's really it like really a is. very reserved, a very almost very in control at all times. Mm. Yeah, like even when he's like, oh. D- just give him my lightsabers. It's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're Jedi. Yeah. But he was, correct me if I'm wrong, he was trained by Luminar and Dolly, right? Mm-hmm. This does. Mm-hmm. This makes absolute sense to me. The fact yep. that he's slowly maturing Aww. into her mentality of like, look, we just gotta be calm. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna Aww. get through it. I know. I watched her episodes on Clone Wars the other day and I was like, come back to me! <laughs> she was my favorite. So sad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, let's talk a little about this battle because it was freaking awesome. Ooh, yes. So basically, uh, Sabine's mom uh, contacts Gar Saxon and is Girl. like, yo, I got the Darksaber. Mm, I'm going to mm. give it to you. Just like leave my family alone. And then Gar Saxon shows up and is like, oh, gee, thanks psych. so much. <laughs> Super psych. I'm going to kill your whole family <laughs> because <laughs> you've been consorting with traitors, a.k.a. your daughter. Yeah. Uh, in the harboring I rebels, will... they landed. I called you. Like, yeah. where is the it's harboring like, time? Like, he, she called him maybe like an hour before, hour like after max, they arrived. Yeah. Like, max. They hadn't been there, but he just needed an excuse yeah. to get rid of them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this was like classic, I'm altering the deal yeah. <laughs> situation. I pray I don't alter any further. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, and then he, and then Saxon offers uh, Tristan the opportunity to like side with him if he'll betray his family. Obviously, yeah. he doesn't. Although there was a moment where I was like, no, Tristan, no. Yeah. But then he was like, psych family. <laughs> yeah. It was I amazing. I really loved what they what, what his character sort of went through in this episode because you can tell both he and his mother love Sabine, but there's a complicated situation going on. And he's yeah. like, I'm not mad that you left. I'm mad that everything fell apart after you did. And no one was here to no one was here to take care of it, you know, that sort of thing. And and we had to deal with what was left behind. I thought that was really important, the sparring scene. I was like, because Sabine, we've never seen her take responsibility for what happened. 
and like, other than the guns where she was like I didn't know they would use my weapons like that and that's obviously something she regrets uh, but as far as like what you put your family through like you it's not a really long fall from grace so I was excited to see not only that the conversation happened but how Sabine took it where she was kind of just like Yup. Yep. Did it. <laughs> yep. Real sorry. But now she's taking responsibility, sorry. so it's really exciting. I got sorry, distracted. Girl. I had like when you said Lumina, I was like, was it? It was not. Oh no. Uh, it was uh, Depa Bilava. Okay. Oh, um, Depa. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I was like, no, I can picture her hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the braids that go around. Anyway, that was my little uh, correction. Uh, apologies <laughs> to anybody that was like freaking out in the chat. No. Was listening and they're like, you're wrong. Correction. Um, 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 actually. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Um, actually. There's a lot. There's a lot. Of names and people in Star Wars, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, but yeah, the, the, and then I thought it was so interesting. I didn't think Gar Saxon was going to die. I love that he did. I that. know. I, I feel kind of, I feel like Sabine was kind of cheated out of that moment. I don't oh, know why. I know, you wanted I know. her Let's to talk about it. Let's talk about it because the audience feels the same way. The chat is with you, Michael. The chat felt the same way. For you guys that watch Jedi mm-hmm. Alliance, my team is Hera, Kanan, Sabine. I'm not too hot on anyone else. I'll be honest. So, uh, anyone else? Like, there are so like, many. Like, <laughs> like, she, no other characters like, in Star Wars. I would have loved no one else. No one. I don't care. But on, on that show, I'm not too hot on anyone else. But I would have loved if she just got the upper hand, boom, and walked away. And you saw, like, similar to how uh, Darth Maul did it. But at the same time, Darth Maul is also a Sith user. So, yeah. I, but I feel like I feel like she won, but she, like, her brother kind of took a little bit of... Her mom did the final shot, that, right? Her mom did the final shot. I feel like she kind of stole it. Listen, you know, it is, okay, sorry. Go I was going to say, I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah. I also think it was really important to have her mom be the one to do it because her mom was the one who was more directly betrayed by Saxon, whom she trusted, okay. and Saxon immediately turned on her and was like, I'm going to kill all your people that you have been making all of these horrible sacrifices yeah. for and doing all these things you really don't believe in in order to preserve their well-being. Well, I want to double down on that and say that Sabine has now declared herself not a Mandalorian. She's like, these are Mandalorian yeah. principles, but they're not mine. I'm not a killer. I don't want to be... And then she even says at the end, like, I am not the not leader, but I'm going to find the leader. And yeah. I think that her not killing him was the most important <laughs> I aspect. Well, she, I don't think she will be. I want to see her back in space. I think she should be the leader. I think, like, yo, she's got it. Like, yo, you, you, you've got the touch. Yeah. <laughs> she's you know, got it. She, I, I kind of agree with you because the problem with the the Duchess Satine was that she was too pacifist, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yes, That it she does. alienated the warrior culture, whereas somebody like Gar Saxon is obviously he's just in it for himself no, and it doesn't yeah. matter who dies, you know, in the process. She is kind of that perfect middle ground of, you know, being a warrior but also still very much respecting life yeah. and respecting, um, you know, things outside of Mandalore. So she actually would kind of fit the bill to be like you know, to appease the warrior side of Mandalore, but also 
be what Mandalore could have been when they right. were when they have the new Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if she does that. Star Wars doesn't often thrust power on people who aren't seeking it. Like Correct. a lot of people in Star Wars yeah. are, are actively seeking power and then trying to weigh the good and the bad of the mm-hmm. decisions they have to make. But it would be interesting in that world to see somebody who like where they're like, no, it's Powers got to be you. Thrust upon yeah. Them. yeah. 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 Uh, I think this is an opportune moment to roll into some predictions yes. before we uh, wrap things oh, up yes. here. Yeah. After Buzz TV predictions. So to speak to that whole we don't know. So obviously like Sabine decides that she's going to stay on Mandalore as devastated as I am to not have Sabine be with the crew of the ghost. There was in my opinion no other way this episode could have ended. Mm. You know because she's been running away from her past for so long that now like she's embracing her responsibility and obviously like she has put sort of this quest upon herself to find Mm -hmm. who the next leader of the Mandalor- uh, the Mandalorians is going to be, I sort of think maybe it'll be Bo-Katan. Ooh. Okay. Because she was Duchess, Sabine's, uh, Duchess Satine's sister. Yeah. And I believe that Katie Sackhoff said that she is coming back. Uh, you know, Ooh. feel free to be like, no, Emma, you're totally wrong, but I feel like maybe I... Think, I... I think she did uh, make a statement about saying she's coming back to do yeah. a couple scenes Prediction or something like that. News and yeah, Prediction <laughs> slash News and Gossip. So, I sort of maybe think that would be kind of great. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. I think how she's aged and what her... Yeah. Mood. I feel like after her sister died, maybe her political alliances totally. or opinions That's what I'm up. saying is I feel like she lives in that same sort of not pacifist but not crazy warrior territory as Sabine does because she again like she helped Obi-Wan escape to try to save her sister yeah so, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I, she's had to live with that guilt for however long it's yeah. been. Yeah, because she could have enacted, uh, like, you know, a rescue way sooner. Way sooner. Totally. You know, or, you know to she could have not deposed her sister in the first well, true, place. True, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's also a great option. I would, like to see, I would like to see her go back hopefully, and, you know, of course, I'm not writing the show, but it would be cool to see them kind of, like, amass, you know, some power, get some unity, mm-hmm. and fight the Imperial presence off of them. Yeah. Um, and something completely unrelated to what Kanan, Hera, everyone else And give doing. this character a little bit of redemption, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, predictions for next episode. One, I really look forward to seeing Hera's reaction to the fact that uh, Sabine decides to stay behind. Oh, yeah. Their relationship is so close, and there's really so much is. love, mother-daughter, like, relationship vibes between them. Sluice Viggins earlier today in the chat said, Maury, who's the father? And I have the same question. Um, who is Sabine's <laughs> father? What's he up to? What does being a prisoner but not called a prisoner look like for Mandalorians right now? Um, especially now that they kill... Oh, Lord names. Uh, uh, who do they kill at the end of this episode? Garsaxon. Thank you. Garsaxon's dad is daddy in like twice as much trouble? Yeah, this is like a very Sansa Stark situation. Yes. Well, the cool thing is, since he got killed on their moon and everybody with him got killed you get to control this story I'm not saying be Palpatine with it but I'm just saying right. you, get to, you, you get have a control, little bit of control over the narrative you get to control yeah. how this is told and also I don't know if you guys saw the preview for the next episode no. but it's called no. Through Imperial Eyes and the entire <gasps> thing was FPV cam from Agent Callus's point of view I love Agent Callus. I really hope he lives beyond this next episode. No, don't no. kill Callus. I don't need him. <laughs> no. Please put Thrawn in this episode. And please just get, get, give us what you told us you were going to give us in the trailer. <laughs> just give us that. 
he's coming back. Don't worry. And I really think he's going to last more than one season. But uh, alas, we are running short on time here. I uh, want to give a couple of shout outs to uh, everyone who left us reviews on uh, iTunes. Uh, we've got an I- These are all five stars. One from uh, Mitchell Whitmer. I love AfterBuzz. Oh, and uh, and nice. uh, also uh, Prodigal358. Clancy Brown loves playing Ryder because Clancy Brown is also <laughs> playing a character named Ryder in the upcoming Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, so I guess he just likes playing guys named Ryder who uh, cruise around in outer space. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Exactly. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Uh, again, sometimes Bob's Burgers isn't right after this, so we will have the full hour, but uh, sometimes we will only have a half hour. This is one of those half hour days. So thank you for uh, tuning in to the Star Wars Rebels after show. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, you were for great. It's me. always it was, a pleasure having you on the show. Fun, uh, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Wanyosa, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A. Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Joelle Monique. Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique. Find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique. Every week at Black Girl Nerds. And here Wednesdays doing uh, uh, thing, The Magicians. And then uh, at Bookstable <laughs> Online talking about comics on uh, Comic Book Exchange. And I am Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. Uh, stick around. Uh, literally, I am also on the Boz Workers After Show, which is about to start, so I need to end uh, this show so you can uh, enjoy that <laughs> one as well. Uh, also, uh, if you guys like Star Wars, which obviously you do because you're watching this after show, uh, every Friday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time on Hyper RPG's Twitch channel, that is twitch.tv slash Hyper RPG, uh, I am playing a, 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 a edition of Edge of the Empire, which is a Star Wars role-playing game for Fantasy Flight. Our show is called Pencils and Parsecs. It is a lot of fun. I play a Mandalorian on it, so... Yeah, but she's, like, new Mandalorian. She's kind of like Sabine in that, like, she doesn't really identify. It's really fun and interesting. She's got some crazy backstory that started coming out last (laughs) week, so tune into that. It's really fun. Thank you guys again so much for joining us. We will be back same time, same place next week, 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific, here doing the Star Wars Rebels After Show on AfterBuzz TV, and we will see you guys then. Bye! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. May the Force be with you. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.